Have you ever wanted to invest in multifamily real estate, but you just didn't really know how? You know, maybe you didn't think you had enough money. Uh, maybe you didn't think that you just had the wherewithal to get it done for one reason or another. Well, today, this is part two with Dave Seymour. You know Dave, uh, uh, Flipping Boston, the Flipping Formula, the education program. Uh, he's been on uh, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, uh, I mean, you name it, you name it, the alphabets go down the line. The man's accomplished, right? So we're going to talk today about how he's doing his multifamily investing, where he's doing it, and why he's doing it in that particular area. Of course, along with the mindset things that come along with it. So enjoy this Real Estate 360 podcast, and I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Yes, yes, we are back. We are back. Real Estate 360. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And this is part two with my man, Dave Seymour. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Jason, I'm great, brother. I'm great. You know why? Because I choose to be every single day. That's right. That's, that's it. That's right. So now last, uh, last week, last episode, we talked a lot about mindset for the beginning investor and really it, it it applies to any level of investment to be on our investor sure. to be honest with you because it's all mindset we all need and want to get there and uh we know that there are people at a, at a certain level that in terms of their level of achievement that is that understand the importance of having a mentor uh having coaching on a consistent basis right so uh, in today's discussion, I wanted to get more in depth as it relates to what you're doing now. Okay, sure, sure. Um, you know I've explained to everyone, and, and if you haven't, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to last week's, this is Dave Seymour, uh, uh, star of A and E's uh, Flipping Boston. He's been on CBS, ABC, CNBC, Fox News, and, and many others just like it. Uh, he's a, a retired. Firefighter, he did that for 16 years. He's been investing now for the better part of, uh, if I may, two decades. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't look like it. <laughs> and um, you know he's partners. He's partnered with Kevin Harrington of the Shark Tank, uh, and they have put a private equity group together uh, that's just changing the way things are done in the uh, commercial real estate business. Uh, allowing or making it accessible to uh, people that don't have, you know, $10 million or even a million dollars for that matter uh, to throw in. They're making these deals real for the everyday average guy who wants to invest or person, excuse me, that wants to invest in real estate. So that's who we're talking to. We're talking to someone who is extremely accomplished. Uh, he's done many, many different things. He, sh he shared the stage uh, with a lot of people, even had his own and probably still does his own educational program, which I had a, uh, the, a great opportunity to work uh, with him on. So that's who you guys are listening to right now. Uh, and what we're going to be talking about today is commercial real estate and how how you transition into that, into that and what that means for you right now. Sure. No, great stuff, Jay. Thank, thanks for doing this with me, man. I just, I just enjoy... You know, sharing knowledge, uh, as we now say in the, the cool kick clubs, <laughs> dropping some bombs. <laughs> but, uh, 
Look, on, on a serious on a serious matter, in, in uh, January of this year, I was um, building a business, Hard Money Lending, and um, I had seven loan originators, 1,800 square foot office facility. I was ripping a $50 million line of credit for, uh, for, for house flippers uh, to be able to, to, to have access to capital asset-based lending. And um, we had about 15 million in the, uh, in the pipe ready to close. And then COVID hit and my business model was, was broken. And the reason it was broken, Jason, was is that line of credit that I was working from with, um, with the hard money lending was dependent upon Wall Street buying our notes. Mm-hmm. And Wall Street turned around when COVID hit and their tolerance for what's called non-QM loans or non-owner occupied loans, investment loans was over. They, they had no interest in it and it put me out of business in three days. Um, the investment into that business was not substantial, but nobody still wants to learn, you know, lose forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, which, which is what we, we ended up taking a hit on. Mm. So you, look, entrepreneurs do one or two things. They either cry, sit in the corner and never come back, or they come back with a vengeance. And we came back with a vengeance. Partnered up with a very dear friend of mine, guy I've uh, been in business with for, for maybe two or three years in some other, um, some other structures. Uh, Walter Novicki down in the Gulf Coast region of Florida. Mm-hmm. And what he had been would have been a prolific syndicator. And a syndication is where a group of investors come together on one larger uh, project, either a ground-up development project or, you know, maybe a, maybe an apartment complex, office complex, retail. Um, and then that syndicated group takes down the bridge, the money needed down, and then the bank will come in and finance the rest of these assets. And the guy had done... Um, about a quarter of a billion dollars worth of business in the past 15 years down in Gulf Coast. Uh, raised about $125 million in, in private equity, invest the capital to do these deals. So anyway, long story short, we got together and said, hey, what do you see? What's the opportunity that, that's going to be created? Because when everything is in chaos, you know, somebody else's misfortune has always been somebody else's fortune. That's right. just life. Um, and you can either, you know, Look at it from from one side of the equation or the other, and you know, 2008 created the biggest transference of wealth our country has ever seen, mm-hmm. and it's happening again now. And those that realize it and are prepared for it are going to be the winners. You know, luck is defined as when opportunity meets preparedness. The opportunity is now, and we're prepared. So what we did was is we created a Securities and Exchange Commission um, uh, approved fund. It's called a 506. C regulation D fund and it allows us to raise capital from private investors to buy institutional quality investments and what we buy is is 40 to 150 unit apartment complexes only in the Gulf Coast region of Florida and the reason we do that is is because we've got a 20 plus year track record in that market all the verticals are in place Jason I've got contractors property managers I've got the right real estate team, et cetera. Everything is already established because of what we've done in the past. Now, what that allows us to do is to bring these quality investments to to the community. Now, the community that we invest with, this is important, is what's called an accredited investor. Hmm. Now, an accredited investor is determined by the SEC as an individual that earns $200,000 a year or more or a family unit at $300,000 or a million dollars in net worth. So these aren't for, for, you know, the guy who's got five grand. Yeah. You know, if you've got five grand, go to a, go to a, you know, a crowdfunding platform um, and see what kind of, you know, uh, returns you can get. And that's fine. We work with what, what they call sophisticated investors. So we buy, we're buying as much real estate that 
fits our buy box and we have a specific type of asset that we buy. Absolutely. So are, are you buying A, B? Yeah, great question. We buy B-class facilities, 1990 or newer. Um, we buy what are called core plus, core meaning they cash flow, plus meaning there's a position in there where we can create more NOI, net operating income. Mm -hmm. We either do that through um, underperforming management, which is 90%, I would say, mm -hmm. of the, the deals that we buy. Um, mom and pop organizations that mm -hmm. don't know how to run a facility the correct way. Mm -hmm. um, and also deferred maintenance and rent challenges. You know, a lot of, a lot of amateurs, and, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well, a lot of amateur investors in the commercial world, they won't raise rents for fear of losing a tenant. Correct. Where, you know, professionals, we give the tenant the very best experience they can. And the law of reciprocity says if they are happy and healthy and safe and taken care of, the law of reciprocity says they don't fight and they don't leave when we raise rents. Mm -hmm. And when we raise rent, we do what's called an inconvenience. You know, maybe depending on the, the marketplace, 40, 50 bucks a month, something like that. But when you do that over 150 units, that's a substantial increase. Absolutely. Substantial increase in net operating income, creating the ability to offer double-digit returns to our investors. So that's it's right. a business plan. Everyone is a business plan. And you put them all together in one big fund, and then it becomes a machine that just, just you know trucks down the road. It's a juggernaut investment. That's right. Now, <clears throat> there are a lot of different models. You know, you'll see a lot of different syndications out here that are that are offering different types of returns. Some are offering equity. Yeah. Some are offering preferred yeah. interest. You know, how does yours work or, or does it fluctuate from deal to deal? Yeah, great question. So we have um, real estate fund, Freedom Venture Real Estate Fund, which is what's called a blind pool. Mm -hmm. That's a blind pool that buys a specific asset based on our buy box. That pool gives our investors a preferred 6% um, uh, uh, rate of return and then an upside share on everything over 6% with us as the general partners of the fund. So we put as many assets in there as we can under that group and then our investors are buying shares in the management company. Mm -hmm. It's a minimum investment of 100,000. We target out our returns, quarterly distributions to our investors, anywhere between 10 and 14%, depending on where the assets are at any one time. Mm -hmm. They share in the cash flow, so it cash flows. We buy cash flow to pay the distributions to them, and then they also share on the equity at the time of execution. So we, dis we dissolve everything in the fund, five, six-year exit strategy, depending on the market, mm -hmm. and then they participate in 75% of the upside at the time of disillusion. So our investors are looking to receive 20 to 22% what's called IRR or internal rate of return on their capital over the life of the investment. Mm -hmm. And that works out to be a 2.4 to 2.8 multiple, meaning mm -hmm. for every $1 they put in, five, six years later, they get an additional $1.4, $1.8 back. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's a way to turn the capital with velocity. That's in our fund structure. Now, outside of our fund structure, we identify what are called value-add. A value-add is a more aggressive return um, profile. Uh, the value-add also is a shorter term, two to three years, 24, 36 months. Um, we have one of those under contract right now. We're in the middle of a raise. It's 81 units. It's in Eustace, just north of Orlando. Super, super property incredibly badly managed, giving us a fantastic opportunity 
to get a nice multiple in there around 1.8 to 2.4. Uh, the multiple is smaller because the duration of the long of the investment is shorter, but um, we're still targeting out 12 to 14 percent cash on cash return. And that's uh, that's a three million dollar raise for a seven and a half million dollar acquisition mm -hmm. for those 80 units. No. So it all depends on the talent. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, even with your value add situations, are you still looking for those 1990 or newer that just got beat up for one reason or another? Or are you looking at other kind of asset classes there as well? Yeah, that's a great question. So this this is technically a C-class asset built in 1970. However, all of the, the big ticket items have been done by the, the by the current owner, uh, tin roofs. Um, all of the uh, the um, uh, Florida hurricane code is all up to up to scratch. Uh, some nice interior um, uh, fixtures that have already been taken care of. So it's you know by age it's a C class property. Um, by you know design and, and, and functionality, it's it's a B class property. But it's in a it's in a B plus neighborhood, so if you can buy um, the worst, it's the same adage, man. You buy the worst property in the best neighborhoods, bring it up to neighborhood standards, then you're creating value in the asset. So, you know, we, we look we look for we look for opportunity in in the uh, in the value add uh, space, uh, and we find it where we can. Um, mm -hmm. Our inbound lead generation is is just humming. It's, uh, there's no outbound marketing because of the relationships that we've established. We're getting leads from small banks, big banks, realtors, mm -hmm. sellers. Um, it's just uh, everything that we've prepared for is now coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. Now, how many, how many units? I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but uh, in, in 21, what is your yeah. forecast for acquisition? You know, maybe not unit count, but in um, you know, asset acquisition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great question. Question. So uh, we've got an eight unit. That, now the fund is new, um, so the history is old, but the fund is new. Right, right. right. So we're um, we're taking down um, eight contracts this month. The eighty-one unit next month, and we've got a larger asset coming um, from one of our banking um, relationships that's in underwriting right now. That's two hundred and eighty-six units. By the end of Q two, start of Q three. Um, as it stands right now, there'll be about a hundred million in assets under management. A um, hundred million in assets under management represents a, a capital raise of around thirty million, uh, which we're confident is committed. So uh, we, you know, that that gives you insight into our leverage position as well. We don't over leverage anything we do more than sixty-five percent, which also increases cash flow for our investors. Um, you know, if if I'm the way things are going right now, um, we will have anywhere between two two fifty million in assets under management by the end of Q three. Uh, we anticipate three hundred million by the end of Q four. It could be bigger than that, depending on the uh, on the uh, deal flow and um, some of the institutional uh, lenders that we've been uh, sorry institutional investors that we've been talking to. These are the folks that can write checks for. Mm -hmm. You know, thirty, forty, fifty million dollars. They're 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 waiting in the wings, ready to pounce on our on our deal flow as well. Absolutely, and and I want to make this clear to the listeners. Okay, you know, this is a situation that has been put together meticulously. It isn't a matter of trying to learn how to be an operator. 
uh, they already have the people, the staff yeah. that yeah. are, you know, they're the operators as the general partner. Uh, and you as the listener will say, hey, listen, I want to call Dave. I want to get involved in something like this. You would then become a, a, a limited partner in this right. organization, which means you're putting your money up for a preferred interest rate with a plus you know, a plus plus on the backside, and you're either going to decide to get into an, uh, a value-add situation, as Dave just explained a little bit ago, or the core plus opportunities that are a little bit more stable and longer term. Okay. You know what's interesting, Jason? My investors are doing both now. I've got a call the, this evening with a, with a physician's group that, um, you know, we spent some time cultivating that relationship. Just good, good guys and girls. They're just so busy in medicine. They don't... They yeah. don't have time to put their money to work. You know, they're yeah. highly paid technicians. But, um, you know, a lot of these guys are just looking at doing both. They like, you know, they'll put maybe a half a million in the, in the fund for the longer run, and then they'll turn the capital faster, a half a million in, in, a, in a syndicated asset. So there's a, there's a palette for both. You know, it's diversification mm -hmm. really at a, at, a, at a high level. So it, it all depends on what somebody's looking for. You know, they want to test this out, then they'll come in on a syndicated deal. When you start paying distributions, people feel good, man. It's as yep. simple as that. We yep. made our first uh, quarterly distributions this past week, and um, you know the investors are already you know clapping and high fiving, and then they start talking to other investors, and you get some motion behind it. So again, it's pallet. What do you want? What do you want to achieve? Are you sick and tired of looking at your four hundred one k ride the roller coaster of death? You know. Are you putting money and hoping that the bond market goes over one percent? You know what I mean? And that's what it is. And you're looking for people's safe money, right? You know, you know, you you want people's safe money. And what does that mean? That means you're not going to miss it. Okay, you're not counting on it to buy groceries or pay the water bill next month. Correct. 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 We call it la lazy capital, Jason. Yeah. Because there there is a ton, and I mean it, a ton of dry powder, lazy capital in the market right now lazy capital meaning you know the 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 fool's bet leaving it in the bank so the bank can just lend it out and make money on your mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. you know the bond market is is um killing capital uh the amount of trillions of dollars that our government has printed has just created an inflation crisis that is yet to manifest well so that, when that really it, exactly up, you know? but that coupled with the mandatory annual distributions that are going to continue okay so correct. <clears throat> these are these we're talking trillions of dollars in the market and yeah, yeah. uh you know i i'm, I'm kind of getting off topic here i'm, I'm on topic but you know uh, we, i have a lot of conversations with people about you know how to raise money I, there's no money i don't know anyone with money you know it it just i, I want to pull my hair out when i hear it because it, you're surrounded by it just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist you know, right, right. and and it's and it's the process that you go about talking to people and doing that, and and as you so eloquently put in our previous uh, uh, podcast, you get now to sit in a room with people that are uber wealthy, okay? Sure. And and maybe they're not investing with you, maybe they are, but what they are doing is saying, hey, here's some opportunity, or you know, that's not for me. You know, we're buying you know, a billion and a half dollars of this, that, and the other over here, but here's a fund that does this. Here's a fund that do that, that does that. And now you are a part of that very, very small group of people that people are pointing the finger at, uh, finger at Dave Seymour and saying, you know what? Your dollars are better invested with a guy like Dave. Yeah. 
Yeah, look, it's um, the guy who, who trained me early in my career in multifamily investing. He said to me, it's just zeros. It's more zeros in and more zeros out. And when you can get your, you know, your, your, your technician worker mentality and put it off to the side somewhere and just realize that it's a, it's a mathematical equation, uh, which, is, which is based upon fundamental implementation, you know, do you have the team to, to do the repairs, to manage the assets, to deal with the tenant challenges, to, you know, to reposition? Uh, and if you have all of those pieces of the, of the puzzle in place, then mon money wants to go to work. I honestly believe that. I believe that capital, you know, if it's not working with velocity, is, is screaming to get out and go to work. Uh, we have a responsibility as entrepreneurs to, to get the very best yield um, you know, options in front of these investors so that, so that the story makes sense. And every, every asset we take down is its own business plan um, and every asset has its own story behind it. Mm -hmm. And if the story makes sense and the operators execute, then the money, the money follows. And, um, you know, it's, look, man, I've been at this game a long time. I didn't get up this morning and say I'm going to be a, a commercial real estate syndicator and fund manager. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I was thinking about this, though. You know, my first deal was $5,000, a wholesale transaction, all those years ago. And, and I, I was waiting for the cops to show up because it felt illegal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, and now th this many years later, I was on a call two days ago with a, with a funding group out of Chicago. And the guy said to me, he said, David, we have two and a half billion dollars that we wished we could have invested every single penny of it from 2008 to now. Mm -hmm. It was always the lead generation and the operators with the challenge. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the kind of conversations that you, that you can have, yeah. right? If you, stay, if you stay the course, if you stay, stay the journey and learn from, from people who've been there before you. So uh, I'm blessed. Bro. That's right. Blessed. And that's the most important thing. And as you're moving around, and again, your focus right now is in the southeastern of southeasternness of America, you know, Florida. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> and, and is that... <clears throat> Number one retirement community in the country, bro. That's right. And, and is it central Florida? No, we're in the Gulf Coast region of Florida. I okay, so... Um, route, yeah, Route 41 up the coast, I-75 up the center. And yep. we work that out. Our picking is all the way from, uh, you know, Fort Myers, um, Tampa, mm -hmm. all the way up to Orlando. That's beautiful. Uh, there's truly a lot of opportunity there. I was looking at a deal in, uh, it's a smaller deal. It was a 24-unit in Melbourne uh, okay. that needed to uh, uh, get taken care of. Too many uh, too many other issues with that property. A lot of, lot of liens. Didn't want to deal with it. Oh, was really? Yeah, hey, listen, I'll buy a problem if it's cheap enough. But that was not cheap that's enough. Right. <laughs> you right, know, right, right. so make sense, uh, that's exactly right. Uh, Melbourne's a great, great place. It's far enough inland for me. I really enjoy it, right? But uh, ha having said that, you know, guys, uh, Dave, as I have said earlier, uh, enjoys speaking to people, he enjoys mm -hmm. talking to the potential investor. Uh, on one level or another, it doesn't matter what it is. If you have an interest in speaking with Dave about his fund, I just want to put that out there before we close out. Uh, it is Dave at FreedomVentures.com, correct? Freedom Venture. Go to um, FreedomVenture.com. Jason, I'm old school, man. You yep. can pick up a phone and call me, 781-922-4418. 
my answering service or grab the call. Just let them know, hey, I heard you on Jason's podcast. Let's have a five, 10 minute conversation. That's right. Um, and I'll make sure I put this in the notes as well. The money. Yeah. Yeah. Just because somebody has the money, it doesn't mean they're a fit, Jason. Yeah. Uh, I turn away capital. We got to be, we got to be on the same page, man. Because yeah. basically we become business partners, right? That's right. Um, so yeah, seven eight one nine two two four four one eight freedomventure.com. There's great education there as well. So just uh, yeah, immerse yourself, learn, and then and then we can put your money to work if you if you want some some targeted double digit returns. And I think that that is an extremely important aspect of uh, of the multifamily space that we're going into right now. We're watching people wait for the. Uh, uh, the retail commercial stuff come on the market, but I think that's going to be a, a shifting space as we move forward, uh, at least for the next five to ten years. It's going to be a, you know, that's that's a longer play, and who knows what that's going to look like in in a decade because of what we just went through, right? Or really, yeah, what we're my, still going my through. My investors want cash flow. Yeah, they want to get paid. Right? Yeah. The uncertainty in the marketplace requires cash flow. And that's so, the difference. You know, re- yeah. You know, a retail deal, uh, you know, a strip mall. My Lord, I don't know when they're coming back, if they're coming back, man. So, that's right. You know, uh, put your money with Freedom Venture Investments and, and enjoy cash flow, which creates security, which creates confidence, right? That's Rather right. Rather than hoping you're getting paid in the future. You know, you get paid on a quarterly distribution and a large chunk of change on the back end. It's not a bad. It's not a bad way to, to grow to, to to grow retirement and grow grow capital. That's right. And for and for a lot of the, the, the uh, excuse me the listeners that are are listening and you're a part of that group that are that are that have to take those annual distributions. You know, one of the things that you're looking for is cash flow. I mean, you're asking yourself questions. You know, do we pay off the house? Do I pay off all the other debt? Um, or do we try to reinvest this somewhere? And if we do, what does that look like? You know, how safe can it be? You know, do we want to put it back in the stock market? Well, if you're one of those people that are forced to take those distributions right now and you're looking for a place to safely put your money because you need cash flow, you got to live, right? You got to live. This is what you do. Paying off the house, the car, that's, that's not going to help you for what you want. Reducing debt doesn't help you live. And I, and I know that goes completely against what Dave Ramsey has to say. But, you you know. <laughs> but, and Susie Armand. Yeah, exactly. They talk, they talk to technicians. They don't talk to entrepreneurs. Exactly. You know? But, you know, yeah, people need yeah. the cash flow. You know, uh, um, older, older Americans, older people in general are needing the cash flow, especially when they're in that, in that class that has to take those distributions. So this is for you guys. This is for you guys to find more information about, to see what it can do for you and how it can help you live the life that you've envisioned for yourself all those years ago when you started your career. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. We're here to help. That's it. That's it. And listen, guys, uh, I want to ask you one more question before you get out of here. One more question. Okay. Okay. All right. What are some of the challenges that you're facing in in your specific market today, uh, geographically and socioeconomically? Yeah, I've got more deals than I can fund. That's it, man. I've got so many great deals that are coming through our underwriting team. 
It's it's getting all the capital to put them together. It's as simple as that. Mm. You know, the Gulf Coast region of Florida is is exploding. Everybody left New York. Everybody left Boston. Everybody left. Right. Yep. We do business in the in the states that are that are, are landlord and entrepreneur friendly. Mm. Not buying in New York. Not buying in Boston. Stay out of I'm Illinois. <laughs> That's it. Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, stay I'm out of guy, there. Try town certain, bro. Try <laughs> town certain. So you know. Um, Money, more money, because we got the best deals to put the capital on. Yeah. Well, Dave, listen, I want to thank you again uh, for being here. Uh, you guys go check out the last episode as well, and make sure that you uh, subscribe to this uh, uh, podcast. There's always a lot of great content here. Uh, and engage with us. We want you to engage and tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Share with us what you like and make sure you reach out to Dave. Again, Dave's uh, telephone number is 781-922-4418. And you can go to freedomventuresingular.com and get more information about the fund, see what's going on there, and, and you know, start to build a relationship. See what this can be for you. Dave, thanks, man. I appreciate your time. God bless you, brother. Be well. Take it easy, man. <laughs>